Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7 Discover, exceptionally common sense. Well, a big day in the NFL, right? We spent a lot of time last hour talking about Matt Ryan, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston we'll get to coming up in a bit, but... Uh, the NCAA tournament 
let's just say it did not go as well for me the last three days as day one went when everybody got eliminated. Uh, I still <laughs> have my national champion because I have Duke, but I've lost everybody else. I lost Baylor. I lost Tennessee. I lost Auburn. I'm watching everybody go going, okay, Coach K, come through for me here because I can still win our bracket challenge if Duke wins at all. But if that doesn't happen, then it's, you know, then college basketball ceases to exist anymore. Doesn't matter. It's funny. I have three of four remaining. Oh, so yeah, while, but, you, but so, you were eliminated. You were eliminated. You were, you were eliminated the first day. Yeah, I'm like the Undertaker. I came back, and here I sit. You know, look, it's it's a muddled middle in our uh, fun and exciting Fox Sports Radio bracket challenge. Uh, you can check out that all out at foxsportsradio.com. See the the full standings. I think right now you're one point ahead of me. I have nine teams remaining, including three of my final four. Both of my national title game participants and my champion. Uh, only the Iowa Hawkeyes, and I made sure to get my pound of flesh out of Iowa Sam as he was on the board for my Sunday morning show with Bucky Brooks. What you do? Is, to, he didn't do anything to you. What, 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 Iowa Sam always comes in. He's always so helpful. No, he's, he's always a such a guy. nice guy. And no, what'd you do to him? No, what'd you no, do? What did you? What? We just had to let him talk it out. Give him a little <laughs> bit of on-air therapy session, <laughs> even though he'd already been bludgeoned doing his other shifts before I, I saw him on Sunday. Oh, He's just okay. like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Because the rest of these guys were brutal. I'm like, you want to play back some clips? He goes, no, they were actually kind of mean. So, no. Mm. <laughs> so, so uh, he was tenderized. But, okay. yeah, it, it you, was a You treated crazy... him like when Bill Gates bought out Homer Simpson in The Simpsons. Okay, right, boys. boys, buy him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not quite that badly. We had okay. some laughs. Uh, and then we, we made a lot of fun of the fact that we have the uh, Bucky Brooks's North Carolina Tar Heels, the lowly, woebegone uh, Tar Heels going up against UCLA. So we had some fun with that of, oh, this downtrodden, terrible program has the opportunity <laughs> to try to upend the juggernaut. Presumptive, you know, favorite UCLA Bruins. And then the, it, it was just a, a fun little bit back and forth. But all in all, I mean, for four days, we were captivated. We all hated the officials. I mean, look, we've never agreed on th- so many things. In our lives, charge, bad officiating crew. I mean, we could rank which was the worst officiating crew of the weekend, and you could probably come to a consensus. This is a, a, a really a watershed moment in our nation's history. Um, okay. All right, sure. All right, I'm with you on that. I'll be. I'll, Am I I'll wrong? stand up. I'll stand, I mean, did you, no, I'll, you I'll were watching the games, you, yeah, like that North Carolina yeah. game. I yeah. had no dog in the fight, but yeah. you obviously did because, well, you had your your Baylor Bears playing. But yeah. watching that game, it's like I, I've always argued since I was a wee little boy that no officiating crew gets into the emotion of a crowd of a game like college basketball. And that's what you watch there. Here, all right, it's the comeback. You have the ejection at the, what, 1030 mark or whatever. And then all of a sudden, hatchet jobs on the press. Like, really? He's got welts. It's like he's being whipped. <laughs> and there's no calls. Not, not to mention just fundamental basketball. Hubert Davis, a big fat F. Why are you guys dribbling into a corner and picking up their dribble? 
No, what are we doing? No, I know. If only, if only they had to overcome a twenty-three point deficit. But then Tennessee okay. did the same thing. Yeah, and Memphis I know, did the I know. same thing. It's like we were watching some fundamentals in basketball going down the toilet. I going, tell you, oh man, <laughs> I fell into a bad SEC trap, Mike Harmon. I'm here, the first to admit that I fell into the trap of believing in the Southeastern Conference as Kentucky went home Monday one, and then both my Final Four teams on Sunday. Yeah, well, no, you know it I plays together really well because people. People were uh, making all their leprechaun traps for their yeah, kids yeah. at school. So, I mean, that worked. Uh, so, looking at what we have now with the Sweet 16, if we were re-picking the Final Four going off of what we have right now, yeah. here's what I'm going to go with. We'll go bracket. We'll go bracket by bracket. I'll tell you who I like. You tell me who you like. Now, obviously, I'm still sticking. Well, well I'm going to start with the one that I, that I, that I have the most uh, skin in. Uh, I'm still taking Duke because I had Duke to win it all, and Duke has played really well they have shown again against michigan state when times get tough they can morph and evolve and play any kind of game so i'm still going to take duke coming out of that bracket and i feel even better about it because look as much as drew timmy was pretty good timmy uh he needed to rescue gonzaga twice in this yep. game, it was a it was a couple possession game against Georgia State late. They struggled against Memphis and barely got oh, yeah. by. This is not. I know it's survive in advance, but man, this is two games where Timmy had to rescue you. I'm still I'm still confident. I'm still liking Duke over Gonzaga getting to the Final Four. Yeah, this is tough. I've got Gonzaga, and I had him, and I'll stay there, even though watching them in those two games were painful, uh, especially Holmgren kind of doing a no show in Game Two uh, after such a dominant. Just call him uh, Chet. Going. Just call him Chet. It's, it's more fun to call him Chet. Well, I knew a guy named Chuck Holmgren uh, that I worked with at Yahoo, and, and it makes me laugh because he was kind of a silly dude. Okay. Smart right. as a That's whip. Smart right. as a whip. But, you know, well, I mean, what did we call him Chet? Now, now yeah, Chet is to just fun to say. Le- leaving just... the light on again. <laughs> Like so we did for Tom to Brady say. a couple of weeks ago. It's Chet. Tom Brady, returning quarterback, seven-time Super Bowl champion, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, uh, good. Had a 40-day sojourn, also called a Lenten period, where people think he, quote-unquote, retired when all he was was lying in wait for the new football calendar to begin. This is That's what it. we're doing tonight because Urban Meyer doesn't know who any stars were in the NFL when he was coaching. That report came out today, so we feel the need to be able to explain who some players are to you if it is, in fact, Urban Meyer night. Mike Harmon yeah. just giving you a very there big uh, brief history of Tom Brady. There you go. Uh, so I had Gonzaga winning the, the region. Uh, I had them playing Texas Tech, and you know what? I'll stay there. You're there. Stay. Everything is there. Stay. It's like in, well, I, had all, I have all four teams still alive in that in that region. I picked that one. I picked the blank out of that one. Yeah, <laughs> like, like our like, guy Geeter hosting the uh, Lakers post tonight. He's hosting the blank out of that. Well, <laughs> I I really dominated this region. Let me tell you. Yeah, you're like when you when you're showing an eight and you get a king and you go stay. You you they're not even gonna no stay. I'm staying. I'm staying. All right, let's go. Let's go down to the region that is the most wide open, where a three, a four, an eight, or a fifteen is going to the final four. And I'm going to take coming out of the East, number one, because they're the best team. Number two, because Johnny Juzang is finally healthy and finally. I know Jaime Hawkins got hurt and me. He's yeah. questionable for this week. But Electro stimulus 24 hours a day. But give me UCLA getting out of this bracket. North Carolina scares me a little bit because they're playing really, really well. But UCLA has been the best team. They've been through this. They're unique 
starting five matchup will be a problem, and they're a problem for teams that haven't seen it. So I'm taking UCLA going to the Final Four, going against Purdue and former uh, show guest Matt Painter, uh, but give me UCLA going to the Final Four. Yeah, if you would have picked him here, you would have jinxed him again, which means I would have come to find you. Uh, UCLA and Purdue are the only two teams I have left in this region, uh, and I picked UCLA to head to the Final Four. So uh, I'll stay where I'm at. No reason to change Got a now. Stick. Got a stick? Yeah. Yeah. No. Has it, has it again? Has it been pretty? Like that's the story of this tournament. Has it been pretty? No, no, it hasn't. But no. we have survived. There's been succeed <laughs> and proceed. It, it has not been pretty at no. all. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If you're having trouble starting your car, AutoZone will test your battery for free and help you find the issue so you don't spend money on parts you don't need. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply, so get in the zone. AutoZone. Moving over to the south now. So we got there's your there's your left side of the bracket. On the south side, I am going with Villanova in the final four beating Arizona in the Elite Eight. I am going through my philosophy of when it comes down to it, bigs, it's really hard to get it done. It's really hard to get it. When you rely on bigs like Arizona does, you are susceptible to hot shooting teams. Villanova's playing great defense, and Arizona can't shoot from the outside. We've seen that's their Achilles heel. They're not a team that can make a lot of shots. Um, Villanova's making their threes. Give me Villanova. A tough game against Michigan coming up, but mm-hmm. give me Villanova over Arizona. Put the Wildcats in the Final Four. Yeah, on this side of the bracket, I, uh, left side, right side, I, I right with my left hand, I did a really solid job of filling out the first half of things. This one, eh, not so much. But I do have Arizona and Villanova still alive, and I had Arizona coming out of the bracket, which means – I've got to stay where I'm at. And, it's, again, more nervous nights uh, ahead as you're trying to figure out because, uh, look, they, they succeed and proceed on uh, chicanery uh, and, and really not, uh, not the best of performances. But, you know what, you're, you're still alive and able to participate in the Sweet 16. So I'll take Arizona to win. I'm not feeling particularly confident about it, as you can tell. Maybe I hedge my bets. And I actually go bet like Al Michaels is going to do. No, uh, sure. I, you know, and well, he's going to infer that he does, but I mean, he's he's part of the the beast too, so he can't. So yeah, I'll take uh, Arizona out of that. Down in the Midwest now, the Midwest you don't want to think too much. All right, Kansas, Providence, Miami, Iowa State. It's been a big first couple of days for Iowa State, right? They beat LSU, mm-hmm. they beat Wisconsin. Miami had a huge first two days. They hold off USC. They beat Auburn really badly, and Auburn was playing so well. I get the potential love for one of these teams, but Kansas is Kansas, right? I mean, I know Creighton was scrappy. They were missing a couple of their star players, but Remy Martin, smooth, even though it's not his playing style. It's nice to say Remy Martin is smooth. Um, He's the difference, right? You know, look, guard play is so important in the NCAA tournament, and he is peaking. I don't see any real roadblocks. I feel like if I'm picking against Kansas, I'm just doing it to pick against them, where Kansas clearly should cruise out of this bracket and into the Final Four. Yeah, I, this is the, the bracket from hell for me. Kansas is the only team I still had alive to this point, and this is where I had, uh, you know, Iowa and, and their miraculous run uh, going through. So uh, this is the one I have to repick, and that I'll, I'll go with the one seed. Again, you know, excellence during the course of the season. I think we all 
had reservations given some of the tournament failures and i think that's one of the consistent things right we have the brands of the coaches and then we think about them tourney time and it's the all right are they going to get me you know to to the winner's circle or are they going to fail me again right like tennessee y'all got on board rick barnes what did he do again nine times in 10 years doesn't get out of the first weekend so uh (laughs) for kansas yeah I'll, i'll stack my chips there of what's left in that bracket so there's our repicking of the final four right now for the NCAA tournament. I'm sure we'll repick the final four after this weekend. We're repicking the final four. We're down to four teams. Doesn't matter. We're repicking them. We're going to pick I'm them. Feeling against really against good about right. it. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations. They do apply. Well, uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. The Lakers won a basketball game. How about that? Everybody's back on the Lakers. Oh, they beat Cleveland tonight. Who knew? Hey, at beginning of the season, hey, the Lakers beating Cleveland in March is going to be a huge win for them. You'd say, what are you, crazy? Cleveland's going to win 12 games. What are you talking about? The Lakers got Russell Westbrook. They're going to be killing everybody. They're going to have 65 wins. No, uh, the Lakers beating Cleveland in Cleveland in the return of the king. TJ, return of the king, uh, qualifies for a huge win for the Lakers. Look, and it was. You yeah, know, it's a 41-win uh, Cleveland team. Yeah. I mean, they got a better record than the Lakers do. By 10 games. Exactly. <laughs> uh, a big night from LeBron. 38, 12 assists, 11 rebounds. Of course, passing Carmelo over the weekend. Now all alone in second place uh, will pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Sometime next season, uh, for likely at some point, uh, unless he gets hurt, you never know. He could be out. But likely next season, he becomes the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. And he has done something that I didn't know that he would do. Because I've told you from the beginning, LeBron is going to play as long as the Lakers are firmly in the play-in round, right? There's no hiding from the fact that we're in the play-in round, right? So now it's going to be, all right, I can't get out. I, I can't find my way sitting down. I can't back away from the team unless... Now that I've passed Carmelo, and this was what I really wanted to do this year, unless we look like we're falling out of the playing round. And the Lakers aren't, right? They won tonight. That's great. Uh, there's 10 games left, and they have a three-and-a-half game lead on the Spurs, who are in 11th place right now. Now, before you think, well, but if the Lakers just go like 3-7, and seven, if the Lakers go 3-7, and seven, they're going to have it clinched. The Spurs aren't going to go 8-2. No, no, no. Not Spurs, all of these teams are yeah. terrible, right? That's the thing is people forget – all these teams are terrible. You can look and say in, in the Eastern Conference and say, well, Milwaukee could go on a run and maybe pass Philadelphia and Miami for first place. Yeah, because they're only two or two and a half games back. Uh, and they're a good team. When you're a good team, you can say, hey, we can win eight of, out of our last ten. But you're looking at the Spurs and the Blazers <laughs> who were 16 and 17 games below 500. They're not going eight and two and run a blistering pace to end the season. At best, they'll go five and five. So if they go five and five in the the Lakers win three. Yeah, the Lakers are in the playing round, and LeBron will still keep playing because that's what's going to happen. It's really hard to fall out right now at this point because even look, look at look at Portland. Portland has been awful. They're yeah. two and eight the last ten games, but 
because everybody's bad, even they haven't fallen so far off. Everybody's well, and, kind of where they were three weeks ago. Yes, and they sent up the flare today that Damian Lillard ain't coming back. <laughs> and it don't matter because the Kings, oh. Thunder, and Rockets are that bad. Oh, man. So, yeah, the Spurs, they have got that win over Golden State the other day, and everybody yeah. had to do a double take going, hey, wait a minute. This could screw everything <laughs> up for the final 10 games of the season. Pelicans, you know, Zion, not expected back. Well, that didn't change from two months ago. No. You were just hoping no. you'd see some workout videos at some point. Beyond that, you move on. Yeah, the Lakers – Big win. Darius Garland had his, you know, monster game in front of folks. And, and Kevin Love got posterized after giving uh, LeBron a, a sleeper hold and a, and a neck lock like he was going to, you know, do the bulldog maneuver on him. Uh, and instead, you know, he's now going to be part of some top shot moment or some bootleg video uh, on the the net for the next, you know, week or so. Uh, but, yeah, there's there's – Nobody catching them because they're awful. Yeah. Like, I think that's the worst thing is to look in the mirror and go, no matter how hard we try. And and you got the bonus of, oh, look, there's Anthony Davis working out. So all of a sudden with this win, everybody's excited. Everybody started getting all juiced up again saying, see, this is the one. Winners of two out of three. And look, they're playing with heart again. Yeah, here they are. And then, they hey, they win. They're out of the playing round. What do they get? A first-round matchup against the Suns. Oh, you're going home in four games. But they don't oh. have Chris Paul. They're 8-2 no oh, in their last 10, and Doesn't Devin matter. Booker's been ridiculous. One more game, and they clinch first place in, in, in the Western Conference with 10 games left. One more win, and they clinch first place. Yeah, good luck. You want to avoid them. Uh, so, But still, hey, this means LeBron will still be playing. He will get closer to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, oh, and the Lakers will still stay relevant. Because as much as we make fun of the Lakers, uh, is, is what's going to be a more fun playing round? With LeBron playing in it, or if the Spurs somehow get it? And you're talking about the Timberwolves, the Clippers, the Pelicans, and the Spurs. Who cares about those games? No, it's better when you have the Lakers in it. It's it's star power. As we've seen uh, the, the last couple of years, when you have the playing round, you have star power in it. It's a big deal. How big was the playing round last year? Because Steph Curry was in it, right? Both sure. games they played, big, big deals. They're out. What was it? Those were seismic events. When you have good teams in it, people are going to care. In the East, the Nets are going to be in the playing round. As good as they are, we're a, we're a championship team. Now you're in the playing round. Round. You could be two games from going home. I mean, it's going to be, be a big-time player. You're going to have no, Trey Young who's going to be in the playing round. Sure. This playing round's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. little LaMelo ball getting after it. Sure. Cursing about the Raptors after the games coming. are over. Yeah. Sure. No question about interviews. it. Yeah. But think about it. The Clippers all of a sudden, they break glass like it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. And all of a sudden, <laughs> there's Paul George and Kawhi Leonard come into the, you know, like it's a tag team match gone to hell. Oh, my God. There they are. But, I mean, that's one of the things you have to look at. And I think the Lakers as an organization and from LeBron James and on down, looking around going, how are the Clippers five games better than us when their two guys haven't played? Yeah, yeah, their best two guys haven't played, and they're and they have they're they're not sweating anything out right now. Like, yeah, we're good right here. They are they are basically locked into being the eighth seed to being the yeah. eighth seed now and in, in, in the playing tournament. They are locked into that without having their two best players. The worst oh, of it awesome. though is the uh, Timberwolves, right? 
you are half a game from the six seed. All right, so you got them in the Nuggets, whichever one falls in. But you're that far ahead of everybody else in the yeah. play-in. But yeah. one bad night, and you go home. <laughs> in this game, two bad nights, obviously. But right, but just the, the uh, just game, yeah. but just the idea that you know. Two games could determine, even though you were ten games ahead of these guys for the entirety mm. of the season. But you know what? That's what that what they were hoping to do, right? It's the second wild card in baseball. It's adding a seventh seed to the NFL beyond the giant pile of money. It's to try to get you excited. And the NBA, its action is fantastic. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based reps available 24-7 Discover. Exceptionally common sense. I'm telling you, this is going to be a fun playing round. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based reps available 24-7 Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Well, today we watched Matt Ryan get traded to the Colts. We'll have more on him coming up in about 25 minutes. Marcus Mariota will likely become his heir apparent well him or josh rosen oh boy uh in atlanta but the move i liked the most today and this was a team playing poker and they played poker in a way which it was more of a a calculated gamble but Jameis winston goes back to the saints two years and 28 million Mm dollars and i like this move for two reasons one is because uh, from a football standpoint He was really good last year, right? People forget the first seven weeks of the season, Jameis Winston was terrific, right? The Saints were 5-2. and They were rolling, and it was, man, anybody who plays quarterback in a Sean Payton system winds up playing well, whether it's Drew Brees or Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill, and now look at Jameis Winston. He was terrific, and the Saints were very good. Then Winston got hurt. And things kind of spiraled from there. But Winston was still someone who had reinvented himself and become someone you would thought would have had a better market. But two years of $28 million, even though $21 million of it's guaranteed, that's not real, hey, I believe in you as a starter money. This is like, hey... No other teams were really interested in you. We're not going to insult you to make you like a one-year $10 million offer. So, hey, we'll give you like $14 million a year, which is like what if you have the best backup in the world, that's the money you're going to make. So it shows you that not a lot of teams were in it for Winston, which was part of the calculated gamble because New Orleans was in on Deshaun Watson. I'm sure it was, hey, listen, you're our guy. If we can't get Deshaun Watson, we're going to go after here. We're coming back to you. And Winston, I'm sure, 
Denver said, all right, I've kind of restarted my career here last year. I was injured. They're going to get me, and if something happens, well, then I'll find another destination somewhere. I'm still going to be the best quarterback left on the market. Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt. No one's going to be able to sign him for a while, know if he's healthy for a while. So, okay. So the, the poker was good. The risk on him was good because of what he did last year. But the other part of this that makes so much sense is, is that sometimes a quarterback just fits what your team is doing for this year, right? The Saints are unsure of year one after Sean Payton. Do they trust Dennis Allen? He's going to be a great head coach. You have no idea. Is, is he going to, are we just going to keep it rolling? Or are we really going to miss Sean Payton that much? We're unsure. Do we load up on free agents? For this year with Dennis Allen? Oh, I don't know. Does he have a vision that we trust? Oh, I don't know. We're kind of in a in-between, oh, I don't know year. So the best thing to do is what? Let's do a wait-and-see year. Let's see how things look this year, and then we can get really in-depth on philosophy and strategy and going out and getting free agents and really seeing who the, the leaders of this, of this team are going forward. So really, Jameis Winston fits with that exact vision. He was good here last year. Let's bring him back again. We don't know what we're going to get. We don't know what kind of team we're going to be. We don't know what our philosophy is going to be. We don't know what our identity is going to be. We've lost in the last three years Drew Brees and Sean Payton. That's a tough thing, right? They were constants for 20 years, and now we've lost both of them. So, yeah, there's going to be a bit of we really don't know where we're going. We're not suddenly sold on a vision where one coach and one quarterback leave and another coach and another quarterback are coming in. It's not like that now. There's a lot of unknown. So because he fits in with that vision of the unknown, because Winston's still kind of an unknown himself, I love this move for the Saints. I, I, I think that this is one of the best quarterback moves that we've seen the last few days. Well, remember, you basically have a first-round pick coming back in Michael Thomas, who played a little bit and then went away. Right? He, Marcus Calloway, got guys that can work down the seam, obviously. Kenny Stills. So guys that can go get it. Traquan Smith, will he ever be? We don't know, but still there. Um, obviously, Camara. But for Jameis Winston, 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 Winston. Ray Winston, Ray Winston. I don't know why Ray Winston popped into my head. He just but, did. Yeah, it just did. But for Jameis Winston, right, came off, as you mentioned, the, the giant pinball numbers of touchdowns and interceptions to where, all right, you know he can sling it, but now you need to refine the skills. Then went to master's school, as he called Sean Payton's offense. And then he gets hurt, right, as you're starting to show something. And depending on the organization, maybe they, they weren't willing to, to go down that road, didn't want to outbid and overpay $15 million plus. Remember, New Orleans came into this whole offseason really cash-strapped and did a lot of uh, reconfiguring and readjustments to try to free themselves up some money. So that and probably have to do the same with Taysom Hill, although I'm not sure what the, the guarantees are for him. But uh, I would think under Dennis Allen, he goes to you know being more the – back slash tight end slash gadget guy uh, again than being a quarterback consideration and it, all those experimentation that Sean Payton had done goes out the window but you have a great defense still rumors about potential additions out there still trying to figure out because the honey badger was was tied there early I've seen other teams pop up of late right most notably the Indianapolis Colts who we've been talking about today but for, for Jameis Winston, yeah, it's, it's the perfect spot. And you get to go play catch 
with Michael Thomas, assuming he's sound and ready to go. Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't think there was anything better for him in a organization that embraced him, and he started to grow and into that role. And now he bets on himself, right? Short-term deal, uh, and if he puts up numbers, then we'll be talking about him in the 30s range soon enough. And, and look, and I know you don't like him. I know you're not a fan of his, but bringing Winston back, all right, what if he doesn't work out? Taysom Hill, honestly, is the best backup quarterback in the NFL. That's the oh. – he's the backup. I know you don't like him as a starter, but – I don't like him a as a backup, backup either. Is, but that's oh, come other. on. You just hate Taysom Hill, man. I love Taysom Hill. He's one of the nicest guys we've ever had on, on this our show, show once that a wasn't year. our regular – you know, he's friend a, of the show. He's got a Cal Ripken-esque streak of coming on our show once a year. I mean, that's he's done it the last year. Yeah, no, I can't you don't like the guy. I'm not. No, no, no. It's not the man. It's the aptitude as. But a what other what other backup that you th- okay? We this guy can come in and win games and and be dynamic and make plays and not just be someone who hey hand the ball off you know forty times and then throw it only when we tell you. I mean, you know, you need somebody that can make some plays. There's no better backup quarterback in the NFL. That's a that's a you very sad him. state of affairs. <laughs> hey, I just talk about reality, man. I'm, I'm just look, trying to go I don't through make the game. I right? just tell you what it is. Because everybody liked Hundley with the Ravens, but I had to remind a bunch of folks that they lost all six of those games. So that doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> uh, Jacoby Brissett's now the backup in Cleveland. Eh. Uh, Terod Taylor be- continues his fantastic voyage of his NFL career, right? Because he signed a deal. What, what, where is he now? Or is he a free agent at the moment? No, he went to the Giants. So th- there you go. Terod Taylor. We'll see what befalls him next. But no, it is <laughs> It is truly, it, it does make you think, though, about the, the backup position and how um, – how much of a wasteland it is, at least on the surface, right? Because how many teams do you say, all right, that guy's serviceable and come in? And, and Taysom Hill, I, I guess, is serviceable, so he'll fit that, fit that bill for you now. What about Geno Smith? He won games. Oh, although he may on, be the man. starter at this are you, point. Yeah, are you, yeah. I mean, Gino, come on. Are you just mentioning Gino just because you know he gets under my skin, just like Taysom Hill gets under your skin? I feel like you're only bringing up something because you knew that would get a rise out of me when I knew I, I didn't know Taysom. Well, I knew it would actually, but I still do. Taysom Hill is the best backup in the NFL. Well, I mean, Nick Foles, he's got a Super Bowl ring. Oh, Nick Foles. <laughs> You can't, you can't put it. You like that? Yeah, look what I did. I just you did you that. so wrong you right there. Nick Foles. How about Taylor Heineke? You can't. You can't. I'll stand. take Taylor. You, I'll, you know what? I'll take Taylor Heineke. There. It took a lot stand. of scanning, but I found one. <laughs> Twitter and I'm out of Fresca. Mike and Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, coming up next. Let's do a little bit of quarterback matchmaking, shall we? And who is left on the board looking for a new home? That's next right here, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I want to apologize to Mike's mom. Hi, Mom. Yeah, apologizing for picking Baylor and Auburn and Tennessee in the NCAA tournament. That's that's my bad for the Final Four. That's uh, my bad. It's okay, um, buddy. 
You did okay. I found an, I found another backup that's better than Taysom Hill. You did okay. Go, go ahead. You, you, wait, you, you can't say Mike White. You can't say either Mike Tua White. or Teddy Two Gloves. Oh, whoever oh, so loses that job. Whoever. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, America's bridge quarterback. Eventually, he'll be the bridge quarterback for every team in the league. Well, that would be pretty impressive. That's one hell of a haul of jerseys. He is America's bridge quarterback, which I guess when your name is Bridgewater, you kind of know, right? Like, you're drafted. Are you going to be the future of a team? What's your name? Bridgewater. Oh, no, no. You're going to be a bridge quarterback. No, no, but I'm good. I got the the pedigree. I'm going to Louisville. I'm really good. I'm going to go late in the first round. Yeah, no, you're a bridge quarterback. No, but it's like someone whose last name is Sergeant. What are you going to do? You're going to be a police officer. No, I don't want to be a cop. No, your last name is Sergeant. You're going to be, or you're going to the military. No, I don't want to do that. I want to be an artist. Be careful how far you take this analogy. I want to draw things. I want to draw things. I want to be in the WWF. No, there's only one Sergeant Slaughter. No, that's it. Your name is that's it. That's why. Well, I mean, because you you coach soccer. Yeah. And you're around a lot of folks, and the naming conventions these days get a little bit stranger, at least to my ears, <laughs> each and every year. Tell me you haven't had a couple where you're like, uh huh. Future. <laughs> and you want to make a smart ass remark, but you don't. Uh huh. Oh, I don't know. I have respect yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. How about a little bit of matchmaking, shall we? Yeah, let's uh, go. After today, look, we'll get into Matt Ryan coming up in about 10 minutes. Matt Ryan's a Colt, and Marcus Mariota's replacing him in Atlanta, at least for now. Jameis Winston stays in New Orleans. Uh, the only guys that are really going to be looking for a new home that you expect to find one at some point are Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, so now where are the fits for these two guys? There's only three teams remaining that are going to make moves for a quarterback, potentially. Carolina, Seattle, and Pittsburgh. Remember, the Steelers said, hey, hey, we're hey, how dare you? Four, we're going to go in with four quarterbacks. I'm telling you, you haven't heard the last of Pittsburgh. They're going to either shake somebody loose via a trade or after the draft, they know they got to load up. Watch the Steelers, I'm telling you. But for Baker Mayfield, right – Where's the right fit? I, I, we told you. The day of the Deshaun Watson trade, hey, Baker Mayfield fits. Number one, the backup to Tom Brady in Tampa. That would be the best place for him to sit no, and learn for no, a couple no. of years and then maybe become a guy. But Seattle works, You don't need that noise too. up in there. See, I mean, he would be quiet. He wouldn't make noise. Come on, Tom Brady. Yeah, Baker would suddenly be quiet. Uh, Are sure you kidding he would. me? He'd have to. He'd, he's playing under Tom Brady. He would learn how to be a quarterback. But if he wants to play right away – Seattle is a great fit because it's the rah-rah with Pete Carroll who preaches competition. And clearly, look, with what you have right now there with Drew Locke and maybe Geno Smith, and no, you need something else. And Baker would come in. He could say, hey, now I'm at a place where I kind of believe it's got that collegiate-type atmosphere and Pete Carroll's got a lot of energy, uh, you know, for being 75. And he says, going, 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 going. No, Baker Mayfield in Seattle is a really big fit, and you can get him for nothing. Nothing now because you got to Sean Watson, so you kind of have to give him away, and you wouldn't have to pony up anything if you want to take a chance on Baker Mayfield. Wait long enough, you may not have to pony up anything at all. They may release him mm. before it's all said and done. You may not have to trade anything. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's the obvious fit of what's left. Just Because ba- we talked about Carolina a little bit with, with Jason Lockett for, and, I mean, the reality is what are you going to have, two former number one overall for a coach who's probably on the hot seat in Matt Rule. Yeah, no, that that's not what you want. You, you want to at least have a guy that you, you're pushing in that direction. But Seattle 
brought back Penny on a one-year deal. You got the two wideouts. Offensive line, they're at least efforting to improve. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take him there. So what about what's next for Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, we'll have that coming up next as well as how good of a move was it for the Falcons to trade Matt Ryan to the Colts? It was good for the Falcons. Was it good for the Colts? That's next right here. Fox Sports Radio.